1 Samuel chapter 17, from verse 20 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth, O Lord. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Jesus. First Samuel chapter 17, from verse 20 onwards. So David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with a keeper, and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. God bless all those who prayed um, for me um, and for Joseph after Joseph's appointment. Um, by God's grace, we were able to go um, to get my eyes tested today. And uh, so by God's grace, we got that done. And um, I'll be getting um, my uh, new, I got my new prescription today. And I'll be getting my uh, new contacts in about 10 days, God willing. Right now I have the trial pair, so um, so praise God. So I'm, I'm able to use that and I'm using my reading glasses just for you to know. God is good. Thank you for praying. God bless you. It was a big thing because I was not able to go. God made it happen today and God made them see me and to get this done today. Praise God. Um, we'll continue to keep Joseph in our prayers as um, the child needs relief nonstop. Nonstop. He's hearing um, this loud noise in his ear. In nighttime, it gets far worse. Um, so he's in pain. He's in pain, um, headache and eye pain because it's so loud. Um, so we're going to continue to pray and see God come through um, for him and for us as well. Praise God. We're not going to uh, give even... Uh, an ounce of joy to the devil. We're not going to do that. We will rejoice in him. And when the trial gets harder through Christ, we will fight harder. So, um, and we fight from a place of victory. Jesus has won the battle. And from that place of victory, we fight um, to win. So, praise God. So, David rose... Early in the morning, and left the sheep with a keeper and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. And Jesse is David's dad. You can just go back and read from verse 1 on your own later. Uh, for those of you who are new and who don't know the story, you can go back and read. And if you already know about this, still go back and read because every time you read, God will show you something new. As I was praying towards the end of the prayer, the Spirit of the Lord 
God brought to me, uh, to teach the people the importance, God is going to teach the people the importance of preparing to fight. Preparing to fight. The preparation that is necessary in order to win. Preparations that one must take in order to win. We're not here to simply fight aimlessly and uh, simply fight with all the wrong tools and just feel like, hey, I fought and look at all the scars and now I cannot get up and I lost it, but I tried. No, 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 no. For God's people, victory is for sure. If we do it God's way. If we do it God's way, victory is for sure. So, as we are going to study from God's word, what God wants to speak to us today, how to obtain that victory that God has already given for us. Something that God has placed before us, for us, how are we going to take it and make it our own? How to really succeed in spiritual warfare is something that the Spirit of God is going to teach us today. So let's listen with faith and with diligence so that we can grasp what the Holy Spirit wants us to grasp this night. So David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with a keeper and took the things and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the camp as the army was going out to the fight and shouting for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had drawn up in battle array, army against army. And David left his supplies in the hand of the supply keeper, ran to the army and came and greeted his brothers. Then as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words. Then as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. When to talk, when not to talk. When to talk, when not to talk is very important. When we are God's people, the Spirit of God will show us when to talk and when not to talk. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God will lead us precisely. The Spirit of God will lead us very, very precisely into the victory that God has for us. We as God's people need to be led by the Spirit of the Almighty God. Uh, you imagine this scene that you're reading in front of you. Picture it, imagine it. What is happening? You have the army of Israel here. You have the army of the Philistines here. And they're getting ready for battle. And then you have a challenge post, which is 
a giant standing there and he is challenging the people of God saying that if you have anyone who is competent, who is fit to fight with me, send them here. And he is shouting and he is speaking. So all the people heard and they were all scared. They were all very scared. And as soon as they saw him, they all ran and hid themselves. And David also saw. David also heard. And David sees what is happening. David heard of what was going on. David does something. David does something. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. It is very important for us to fight from a place of victory. Write this down. You must fight from a place of victory. When David heard Goliath, in his mind, he already knew that this man can be brought down. We must fight from a place of victory. Fighting from a place of victory is called good fight of faith. Fighting from a place of victory is called fighting the good fight of faith. That means when you fight, you're fighting through the faith of God that God has put inside of you against the powers of darkness. Faith is very important. Without faith, you cannot overcome. If you don't have faith, the enemy will overpower you. But when you have faith in God, you can overpower the powers of darkness. So the first thing one must know is when you hear about a problem, when you see something go opposite in your mind, you must come to this conclusion. What is it? That this is a light thing for God. This is going to end in victory. I know the end result because I know who my God is. That's number one. We need to know that this is going to be one. There's no defeat. There's no fear. Whether it's going to happen or not was not in David's mind. David's mind was, this will happen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So no matter what we're going through, we must have this settled deep within us. That I shall overcome. Through Jesus, I shall overcome. So David had that in his heart. We will overcome. So he saw this Goliath challenging the people of God. He's hearing what he's saying. But he's not moved by any of his talk. Satan is spewing out his plan through Goliath's mouth. When Satan is spewing out his plan through Goliath's mouth, Satan's plans will always be wrapped with fear. Understand this. How do you know that this is of the devil? It'll be wrapped with fear. It'll be wrapped with confusion. It'll be wrapped with lies. I want to repeat. 
whatever comes from Satan will be wrapped with lies. It'll be wrapped with confusion and it'll be wrapped with fear. Now the order for this wrapping could vary. Sometimes when Satan comes and lies to you, it will sound like it's the most spiritual thing or it can sound like this the most brilliant idea. You know what? You have so much faith and you have so much joy. That's not so much happiness, I should say. And so much expectation, but it's not from God. So when Satan brings something, you can feel like, you know what? This can be done. This is a good idea. I want to do this and I want to do this. I definitely want to do this and I will do this. And you think that it's God's will. And sometimes you don't care if it's God's will, but I want it anyway. And you go forward. You have no fear at that time. But after some time, confusion will come. Fear will come. So the order can change when it comes to whatever the enemy wants to do in the lives of God's people. He'll bring confusion. He'll bring fear. Satan is the author of confusion and author of fear. So he can give false joy. He can hype things up as if it's really, really good. But then what happens? Soon, you'll find out that this is a lie. This is not the truth. And then fear will kick in. Other times, when Satan brings something, the beginning itself, you will feel afraid. That fear will come and you know that's the devil. But when the devil tries to play God, when the devil tries to trick you, he won't bring himself with fear. He won't wrap that message that he is giving to you with fear. No, it's going to be feel good. I feel good. I like this. I want to do this. You need to know the truth. The enemy can come disguising himself transforming himself into an angel of light all of a sudden I know everything all of a sudden you feel like I want this no matter what happens or no matter who says not to this is what I want but when God is behind something there's this godly fear that there's God's faith and then you also have the courage that comes with faith unbelief fear and torment they all go together but faith expectation courage they all go together So you look at David, David is hearing what God had to say. And he's hearing what the enemy had to say. David was anointed by God for a big purpose. Think about this. David knew his call. 
David knew his place in the kingdom of God. So no matter what Goliath may say, I'm going to cut your head off and I'm going to give you to the birds and this and that. David was not moved by it. You know why? Because David knew that God had a plan for David's life. Do you believe that God has a plan for your life? If you believe that, then nothing can move you. No one can drag you down. If you believe that God's word is true, whatever God would tell us to do, when we do it, we will prosper. And when we believe that the word that God has spoken is meant to prosper me, so that's what I'm going to pay attention to, then we are going to prosper. But what will Satan do before that? He'll come and try to make a big scene and speak all his words. A bunch of diagnoses he'll give. He'll give words of doom and gloom. A lot of symptoms he will give. He'll give all kinds of things. That's what this Goliath spirit will do. He'll come and stand and say, look at my size. Look at my armor. Do you hear my voice? Do you hear my words? Intimidation tactics. But if you know who you are, even if you are way tinier than Goliath, you're still, you're bigger than a giant before him in the sight of God. So, David, knowing who he was, knowing who was with him, he heard this Goliath speak. You know how David would have heard it? When Goliath comes and says, oh, if you're able to send me a champion, you cowards, and you, you cowards, you're not able to do anything, and, and you people are going to be my slaves, and, and he's saying all kinds of uh, horrible, horrible words to the children of Israel. He's pronouncing these words of defeat over the people of God. And the people of God are hearing it and they are so scared because their eyes were not on God Almighty. David knew his God. See, we can say that, oh, I know God, I know Jesus. But David really knew his God. Whatever God was going to do, whatever God would do, David had an understanding of the faithfulness of God. That God is very faithful. So, it takes preparation to get the victory. So in preparation, write this down, you need to be mentally prepared for battle. Mentally, you need to be prepared for battle. If you're mind is not prepared for battle, then you can lose for sure. You will lose for sure. But if you're mentally prepared for battle, which is taking the word of God and placing it upon your mind, that your mind is being regenerated by the word of God, then what will happen is Satan won't have any space. He'll try to push and push and push and see how can I get in, how can I get in, how can I get in. He will not be able to get into the mind of a believer who is totally surrendered to Jesus. That means they belong to Jesus. 
They only belong to Jesus. David was such a man. So he heard everything that Goliath said. And all the men of Israel, when they saw him, fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. So the men of Israel said, have you seen the, Have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel. And it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches. Will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Sound like a very good package uh, for David, anyone who wins the war, but for David who already knew that God is on his side and he is definitely going to win. And look at you. You may look nine feet tall, but look at you. Next to my God, you're so small. That's how David would have thought. And so David had faith in his God. And he had faith in what God had called him to do. We need to have faith in what God has called us to do. Then we're never going to falter. Praise be to God. So David spoke to the men who stood by him saying, What shall be done for the man who kills his, kills his Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God. David had this concept that these soldiers belong to the army of the living God. Whereas the soldiers didn't realize that. They had no understanding of who they were and what they were called to do. Never be in that place where you don't know who you are and what God has called you to do. You need to seek the Lord on that and find out, Lord, What do you want me to do? Verse 26. Then David spoke to the man, to the men who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and take away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him in this manner, saying, So shall it be done for the man who kills him. Praise be to God. This is what is going to happen to the man who kills him. When you are in the will of God, God gives you the grace to do everything that God has called you to do. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us at this hour. Whatever battle you're facing, are you facing from a place of victory? Do you have faith that you will definitely win? It's important. If you want to win, you need to have faith that because of Jesus, I will definitely, definitely win the battle. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Whatever you may be going through, have this faith in the faithfulness of the Almighty God. David was a very grateful man. That's why you see so many Psalms 
no matter what we went through, he always had his faith, unquenchable faith, deep within David. Because he had faith, he was able to go before all the people that he needed to go before, before he could go before the king and get that permission in order to get this battle won. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour where in order for you to overcome, God is asking this question, are you preparing yourself for victory? God has placed victory in front of you. Are you preparing yourself for this victory? Are you positioning yourself to receive this victory? God wants to give you this victory. God wants you to fight with all your might. And he wants to give you the victory. So when God wants to give you the victory, we must take advantage of every blessing that God has and channel it towards the victory that God is looking for from our hands. 23 again, from verse 23 again. Then as he talked with them, there was the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name coming up from the armies of the Philistines. And he spoke according to the same words. So David heard them. What do you do with what you hear? This is very important. There are short, short um, questions that the Spirit of the Lord will give in today's message. Just write, write the questions down so that you can answer. And while the questions are there, the Holy Spirit will give you the answers also so that you can Take the answers to those questions and practice it, you know, in your life so that you can position yourself to victory that God has for you, to obtain the victory that God has for you. So David heard the words of Goliath. So before we heard that David heard the words of Goliath, we heard from the Lord that David already had this settled in his heart that because he has God, that he'll always win, that there's no defeat for him. We have to be, as God's people, have this settled in our hearts that, you know what? Nothing, no one can pull me down. There's no defeat to those who walk in the path of the cross. No matter what it is, nobody can bring me down. Nothing can bring me down. This is the word from the Lord for us. You know, for um, us, we as God's people, God has given this in the New Testament. What did God say there? In all these things, that means no matter what Satan may throw at you, he may throw fiery darts at you, he may throw stones at you, you know, he may um, throw swords at you, you know, he may, you know, throw big bombs at you, whatever he may throw at you. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. In all these things, no matter what comes against you, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. We are more than conquerors. That means nothing 
will bring me down. Nothing can bring you down. So this has to be embedded in your mind. Your mind is very important. To what extent have you surrendered your mind to the word of God? Write this question down. To what extent have I surrendered my mind to the word of God? This is very important. If you surrender your mind to the word of God, victory is guaranteed for you all the time. You know why? The victory that has been given, you just catch catch that. You just latch onto that. When you latch on to the word of God, you're latching on to the victory that God has for you because the word of God is the sword of the spirit, which is a word of God. The sword of the spirit is the word of God. When you latch on to the word of God, you're latching on to the sword of the spirit. And that sword is the victor's sword. The sword of the spirit is the victor's sword. That sword can never be defeated by any other weapon. So in your mind, Your mind has to be surrendered to the word of God. Your mind has to be given over to the word of God. The word of God must take over every part of your mind. Every word that God has spoken in his word for you, you have to latch on to that. You know how uh, the leech is? You know, these leeches are creatures that I really don't like because they draw the blood. It's a negative thing, right? It draws the blood. It just goes and sticks and it draws the blood. We as God's people should be like that in a good way. Where we latch on to the word of God and draw the word of God into our spirits, into our souls, into our bodies. So that the word of God just takes over every part of our being. There's no, there should not be a single cell that doesn't contain the word of God. There shouldn't be any space in our mind that does not contain the word of God. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The spirit of God is moving in our midst. God is a God of power. God is a God of miracles. God is a God of wonders and he is our God. So when he is with us, no matter what challenge you face, you need to face it with this knowledge that, hey, Jesus is with me and I win. I win all the time, all the time, all the time. How do you win? By latching onto the word of God. In your mind, you meditate on the word of God. And someone says this, in his law, doth he meditate day and night. When you meditate his word, you meditate on his word day and night. What happens? Whatever you touch turns to gold. It prospers. Whatever you touch prospers. Whatever you do prospers. There's nothing that you cannot do because God's word says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So preparing for this battle, you mentally prepare yourself first. Mind is a a very strong place. It can be a strong place for the Holy Spirit or it can be a strong place for the devil. If Satan comes in, that mind will become a weak mind when it comes to victory. That mind will become a defeated mind. But when the Spirit of the Lord comes in, when he takes over that mind, then what happens? The mind becomes a victorious mind whatever that mind is set to do, it will prosper. 
because it's dominated by the spirit of God. So, all these people saw this big man, Goliath. All of them heard his big voice. All of them heard his, oh, curses. Oh, he's pronouncing doom and gloom and that's it. When he says you're defeated, all of Israel says, yes, 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 yes. We are all defeated. What are they doing? What are they doing? They are worshiping the words of Satan. Anytime we believe the words of Satan or give room to the words of the devil, we begin to worship the words of Satan. And what happens at that time? The words of the enemy begin to dominate our soul. It begins to dominate our thinking. You know what? If Satan can catch your thinking, your mind, he has caught you. Your mind is the capital of your whole being. If he can make you overcome, if he can overcome you using your mind, he has defeated you. Even before the battle is over, it's declared. You've lost. So mind is very important. Our mind that God has given to us is very, very important. So the first thing that needs to take place is victory has to be obtained in our mind first, even before we can physically obtain obtain it. So how do you do that? You have a spirit man on the inside. When the spirit man is strengthened being in the presence of God by the will that you have, you need to exercise your will by taking the spirit of spirit man that has been strengthened by God to dominate your mind. That means your spirit is going to say to your mind, you are an overcomer. You are an overcomer. You need to talk to yourself. While you're walking, you need to talk to yourself. While you're doing things, you need to talk to yourself. What is the to talk? You need to talk God's talk. You need to talk the word of God. When you do that, what are you doing at the time? You're not idly saying something. You're saying something very powerful. What are you doing? You have started using the sword. Even before you can just step into that field, you're already taking the sword and you are practicing and you are becoming a threat to the enemy. You are very active already. You are being proactive in your spiritual warfare as opposed to taking just a shield and saying, oh, I'm scared. No. You need to know how to use your, use your shield and also drive that sword into the heart of the enemy. Those are the ones who will win. So you need the word of God. That word of God needs to dominate your mind. You need to overcome in your mind first. David had a strong spirit and a strong mind. Everyone hears Goliath. They see Goliath and they run away from Goliath. But you know what David is doing? Every time he sees him, he says, I'm coming. I'm coming to you. What is he doing? He's facing the enemy and he's going towards the enemy. You know why? Because he knew that he belonged to the Most High God. He knew that this guy cannot kill me. This guy cannot touch me. On the contrary, he also knew that through God, in the name of the Lord of hosts, I will overcome this guy. I have someone who is 
bigger than Goliath. He had that confidence. His mind was programmed. Your mind should be programmed to victory. Your mind has to be dominated by the power of the word of God. Programmed to win. Your mind should be programmed to win. When your mind is programmed to win, you know, your mouth will also follow that. Your mind should be programmed to win. Secondly, write about your mouth. Your mouth has to be programmed to win. Your mind has to be yielded to the word of God. Number one. Secondly, your mouth has to be yielded to the word of God. That means it has to come from within. Your spirit has to be yielded to the word of God. That goes without saying. So that's the first thing. Your spirit has to be yielded to the word of God. Your mind has to be yielded to the word of God. And then your mouth should be yielded to the word of God. These three are very powerful forces. So if you want to really be successful, if you really want to overcome, you have to know that my spirit should be committed to God Almighty. My spirit should be yielded to the word of God. That means whatever his word says, that's what my spirit will do. And your mind should be yielded to the word of God. That means if God says victory is for you, that means my mind should say victory is for me. Not simply say, I receive it in Jesus' name and then sit over there with a defeated look. No. See, when you win, how do you think you'll look? Say you got a, you won a competition. How are you going to leave that place? Say you won a chess competition or you know, you won a, a, a race or whatever competition. Once that competition is over and um, you're declared as the winner, how do you look? All of a sudden, everything changes. You're all happy. And uh, you have that winner face and the winner walk. Everything changes. Even before that, if you are skilled at something, you have that confidence when you go. You know that you're going to win. If you know that you're good at playing chess, you know when you go already, you're going to win. And you don't sit there thinking that, well, I'm going to win. So I'm going to be careless in my moves. No, you're going to be very careful. You know, you're going to win. You have that in your mind. I'm going to win. Why? Because you have practiced. Because you have a history. Because you know that you can win. Because you know that the opponent is weaker than you. So you sit there. So as you play your game, now I used to play chess, so God is bringing that as an example. So as you're playing that, you know, when you're coming to the last few moves and you already know that you are about to finish your opponent, it's going to be over. Two more moves, three more moves. And you especially know that that this person lost in a big way to the queen in that chessboard. You already know you're going to win. But you know how many people, they get confident, and during the last two moves, they miss out 
And guess who wins? The opponent wins. It's important to have the confidence. It's important to practice. It's very important to be careful. If you're not careful, the enemy will overthrow you. So, if you're writing notes, take this down. Your mind must be given over to the word of God. That means you believe what God has spoken. If God says that you are more than a conqueror, that means your mind has to believe that. I am more than a conqueror. That means whatever the situation is, I win. God said that. Through Christ, I win. It's because of Jesus. Secondly, your mouth must be yielded to the word of God, which is whatever God has spoken, that's what my mouth is going to speak. That's exactly what my mouth is going to speak. What my mind believes, my mouth speaks. It has to. So no matter what you see, whatever adverse circumstance it may be, your mouth is going to speak what your mind believes, what your spirit actually believes on the inside. And a lot of times people will believe in the spirit. They'll say, I know God can do all things. But when the circumstance comes, what's happening? The mind is not agreeing with the spirit. All of a sudden, what is happening? The mind is going with the senses, the five senses. All of a sudden, the eyes see, oh, the symptoms are getting worse. All of a sudden, the ears are hearing, oh, the doctor is saying this. All of a sudden, your hands are feeling, oh, the temperature is getting hot. And what happens after that? The mind says, I don't think this is going to work out. And then within a few minutes, the mouth says, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do this. What happened all of a sudden? Inside your spirit, you know the word. The word is not settled in your mind. Your mind has to be taken over by the word of God. That means in your spirit, you believe that there's no defeat for you. In your mind, you have to believe that there's no defeat for you. That means you really believe that this is reality. Before you see, you believe. It's like a person who confidently confidently comes and sits because the person knows that they're going to win. But for us, no matter how big our opponent may be, no matter how strong our opponent may appear, victory has been given to us already. See, in a chess game, I can sit with a... maybe... Someone who can play like me. And maybe I can overcome. Now you can have like a big world class chess champion or even somebody, you know, who is big in New York or somewhere. They come and play. I mean, if God is with me, he can make me win. But without that part, I will lose. There are many people who play better than you. You lose. So you weigh your opponent. You see that with this person, I can, uh, I can win. When you know someone who is more experienced than you, who has played in a lot of different places and, you know, who has won the championship, they come and sit in front of you. You know what will happen? Most people already, they feel like gone. Oh, no. I got to play with this guy and he's going to win. That's it. You know what happened? What will happen? 50%. You failed already. 
because you've given room to fear and defeat. What will happen in a little while? The game that could have gone for 45 minutes will be done in 10 minutes. You know why? Because you gave in. So in the earthly realm, without God, when our opponents are stronger than us, we will lose. So victory is not guaranteed in the earthly realm. And we can only overcome to an extent depending on the strength of our opponent. But in the heavenly realm, in the spiritual realm, when we have Jesus with us, when we have God on our side, Jesus, the Lord, on our side, God has guaranteed victory. Regardless of how strong the opponent may be, regardless of how huge the opponent may be, regardless of how fierce the opponent may appear, if you've given yourself to God's word, you have overcome already. So you fight from a place of victory. You say that. There's no defeat for me. Because Jesus has given me the victory. There's no defeat for me. So mentally, you must be prepared. How do you prepare yourself mentally? You arm yourself with the word of God. And the Bible calls that the helmet of salvation. What does it mean? That means he has saved me from all my troubles. It's not just salvation from sin. That salvation is salvation from everything. That means I won because he won and gave it to me. My mind has to have the mind of Jesus, which is the victor's mind. Victor's mind covered with the word of God has the victor's sword in the hand. It cannot be compared to any other sword. The victor's sword always gives the victory and God has given that to us, which is the word of God. So now your mind has to have that word taken over fully. That because of Jesus, I'll overcome. There's no defeat. Because of Jesus, I will live a fruitful life. Because of Jesus, I'll prosper. Because of Jesus, I'll be a testimony. Because of Jesus, because he's given me the victory. Because he has said that you will overcome. I will overcome. I believe that. Period. That's it. There are no ifs and buts there. Oh, what if, you know, this is big. And what if, you know, that problem is big. And no, no, no. All of these bow down to the word of God, which is the victor's sword. So it's important for you to wear that. Mentally be prepared. Your mind has to be prepared for victory. That means you need to have the victor's helmet called the helmet of salvation. No matter who comes before you, you know that. Oh, this is small before God. God is big and I will win. We need to have that settled in our minds. Secondly, we need to have the victor's speech. You know how Satan talked through Goliath here? He went and he said all kinds of things. Basically, hey, I am the win- winner. You are the losers, and you're going to be my slaves, and I'm going to be your boss. And now send me somebody. What is he doing? He is doing 
his intimidation tricks. What does Satan do? Anytime Satan wants to rob that which God has for you, he will bring fear. And how will he bring fear? By projecting something that is not true. Always remember, Satan is a liar. He will project something that is not true as if it is there. He will project failures as if it is the truth. How can you fail if you have Jesus? How can you fail? You can't. How can you fail if you are connected with the vine? You can't. How can you fail if Christ is living inside of you? You can't. Satan will come and say, you know what? This is not going to happen for you. You are not going to get it. And you know what? It's always been like this. And you're never going to overcome this. You're never going to get past this. And this is how it's always going to be. Your your spouse is always going to be like this. Your kids are always going to be like this. And your finances is always going to be like this. And your sickness is always going to be like this. And you know what? Look at you. Poor you. Look at other people. They are doing well. And look at you. And these are the words of Satan. It is important for you to say, shut up in Jesus' name. Have the mind of Christ. Have the victor's mind. Have the word of God over your mind. And what did the word say? Oh, thanks be to God who always, always, always causes us to triumph through Christ Jesus. That's the victor's mind. We need to have the victor's mind. Secondly, we need to have the victor's words. The word that is in here needs to flow from here. So from here to here to here. From your spirit to your mind and through your mouth. What has to come out? The word. The word of God. So your mind should be dominated by the word of God. And then that word of God has to overflow from that mind through your mouth. When you speak it, you speak it, you speak it. You know what you do every time you speak it? You speak it with faith. That means it has to come from here to here to here. Here to here and through here. Here to here to here through here. It must be filling every part of your mind, every part of your mouth and every part of your spirit. So from your spirit to the mind and to your mouth and to your, to your mouth, through your mouth. It's important because when this word of God makes its way from your spirit to your mind, it's filling your mind with the victor's words. And from there it's coming. You know what it's doing at this point? Once you start speaking it out, from your mouth is coming out the victor's sword, which is the word of God. It's very powerful. I really pray that you understand the secret to the spiritual warfare secret to success in your walk with God. You'll succeed in everything. If you know how to accumulate the word of God in your mind, if your spirit takes it and puts it, spirit takes it and puts it, your spirit takes it and puts it. It's the spirit of God who gives it to you and your spirit takes it and puts it. Your mind has to be filled with God's word. And from there, it has to come down to your mouth. And from your mouth, what happens? The sword comes out. The victor's sword. Guaranteed to destroy depression. Guaranteed to destroy anxiety. Guaranteed to destroy cancer. Guaranteed to destroy sickness. Guaranteed to destroy failures. Guaranteed to destroy. 
the victor's sword is guaranteed to destroy what? Satan's weapon. You know what Satan's weapon is? Lies. Satan's sword is the sword of defeat and it's called lies. You know when he wins? When you don't have the victor's sword. When you put down your sword, you know what happens? His sword called lies can go straight into your mind, can go straight into your heart, can go straight into your finances. Whatever you're doing, it will just bring everything down. And that's what Goliath was doing. What was he doing? He was speaking lies. Was he speaking the truth? He's speaking lies because he's speaking opposite to what God has spoken over his people. God has spoken blessings over his people. And what is Goliath doing? Speaking lies. And what are the people of God over here doing? Letting him talk. Not a single person was there to shut this Goliath's mouth. No one did it. What did they all do? They all ran and hid themselves. And so what is the enemy doing? He's bringing out his sword. And what is his sword? Lies. Lies. When you don't do what you're supposed to do, understand that you have resigned yourself to defeat. When you don't do what you're supposed to, that means when you don't fight, when you don't use the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, when it doesn't come out of your mouth, you know what happens? The enemy overcomes. It's very easy for him. Even though he is defeated already, because you surrender to defeat, he won or he wins. That has been your history many times. God wants to change it. God wants to change it. Don't let the enemy win because you simply didn't do what you're supposed to do. All these people, they could have all done what David did, but they didn't do it. You know why? Because they didn't have the victor's words in their mind. They didn't have the victor's words in their mouth. That sword, Victor's sword didn't come out of their mouth. That word didn't come out of their mouth. And Goliath is there. He's using his sword. Understand that. That's how Satan operates. He uses his sword. Words. Words. Satan uses words. And what does God use? Words. Words are very powerful. When a doctor comes and says, you're going to die and you have three days to live. What are those? Those are words of the enemy. Satan has spoken a death sentence over your life. And a person who says, oh no, I only have three days to live. Let me see all my loved ones because I only have three days to live. What have they done at that point? They have surrendered to the words of Satan, which is not the truth, by the way. For a child of God, that's not the truth. Satan has no power over your life. Satan can speak over your life. Satan can't predict your end date. Or Satan can't give you your end date if you are a child of God. But when you surrender to defeat, what happens? He has the power. The defeated one gets the victory. You know, there are people who don't know how to play games. Or they don't know how to um, play. They are not skilled. They are not efficient. But they know some some of the rules and when someone who is stronger in the 
opposite team gets sick they all get happy you know why once that one is lost and that one is not coming all these failures they all win because there's no one who be there to fight to win that's how satan is he is defeated he bruised the head of the serpent on the cross my jesus bruised the head of the serpent on the cross and defeat is written all over satan jesus is the victor jesus is the winner but many many times we surrender so easily to defeat because you know what we heard his lies he's using his sword and his sword is lies he speaks lies of you he brings lies to your mind he brings lies to your ears he brings lies through people saying that it's not going to happen i'm not going to give this to you this loan is denied this house cannot be given you're not going to get this job you're not going to get married you're not going to have children you're going to be like this for the rest of your life you're never going to get well your kids are not going to be saved or oh, you're going to die too soon you can't do a thing right you will never have peace in your house you know all your business is all your work hard work is all going to come to ruins these are the weapons swords of satan what do you call that lies he speaks lies does he have any authority over you did god give satan authority over a believer no how come you give it to him when you put down that victor's sword he wins you need to be armed with the word of god what did god tell you he said have made you to be more than a conqueror someone who becomes a winner to the winners more than a conqueror that's what god has called you to be and he said this is your position when any enemy, enemy comes you're going to fight from that position with that confidence that god has given this to me and he has to fail he has to fall no matter what the opposition is whichever way satan brings that you know that i'm the winner because jesus said it already because jesus did it already because jesus is with me right now that's the victor's mind these words must go here and you know what you need to speak it out i want you to read this on your own god will speak to us from this again tomorrow these are very powerful things god has spoken god is going to continue from here and give you some more very strong substantial secrets to spiritual warfare tomorrow as well i think tomorrow is our last day of fasting and prayer but you have to understand hearing all these things and if you don't put it to practice I'll profit you nothing you need to become someone who takes this and apply whatever god has spoken so that you can win and never lose
because God has meant you to be an overcomer, a winner, not a loser. Satan is a loser. Like I said, Satan has defeat written all over him. He's a loser. Defeat written all over him. And he has a sword. Defeated sword. Only we have the victor's sword. He has the defeated sword. All his people have the defeated sword. And you know, the name of the sword is called lies. And that's all he uses. When he brings his defeated sword, the people who say that, oh, no, the sword is coming, not using the victor's sword. Knowing that this is stronger than that, you just take it near that, that'll just crumble like a cardboard sword. But you fail to use the victor's sword that God has given to you. It needs to come out of your mouth, see? That sword has to come out of your mouth. You need to speak it out. It has to come from your hands. You need to do it. Today, the Spirit of God has given you something very important. The word has to be here, and from here it has to go here, and from here it needs to go here, and from here it needs to come out of here. If that happens, victory is guaranteed. You win. That's your process. So from here, you need to pump it up there. Put it up. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Unbelief is sin. Murmuring is sin. Complaining is sin. Gossip is sin. Slander is sin. Pride is sin. If you have all these things, let me tell you, you won't have any, any room for the victor's words in your mind. So in order for you to deposit the word of God in your mind, the victor's words, which is a sword, you know what you should do? You need to create space. There has to be a decluttering that needs to take place. Whatever was accumulated over the years need to be taken away. All the negative stuff need to get out of your mind. Push that out, push that out, push that out, push that out. All the lies of the enemy, need you, you need to pull that out. You need to do that. And then you need to put God's word inside. God's word inside. This is what God has spoken about me. This is what God has spoken about my life. This is what God has spoken to me as to what I should do as a child of God, as God spoke to us yesterday. We need to know what pleases God and we need to do it. These are things we need to meditate on and do it. What pleases God? Faith. What pleases God? Love. These are two things. Very important. And what is the third link to that? Humility. Always remember this. Faith, love, and humility. There's nothing equal to that. Very powerful. God can use such people in a very powerful way. Your mind has to be filled with the love of God. Your mind should be filled with the word of God. Your mind should be filled with thoughts of humility. And your words should come out with humility, faith, and love. That sword will go and bring down 
the weapon of the enemy. Always know that truth has more power. Lies has no power. Truth has more power. Lies have no power. But how can lies win when truth is absent? When you don't fight, when the word is not present, lies will thrive. That's how Satan wins. And God's people don't do their job. When the victor's sword doesn't come out of the mouths of God's people, Satan wins. Now, Goliath was able to come 40 days, morning and evening, come and scream and go. What was he doing? He was spewing lies. Every day he was able to do it. Until one day, a young fellow came. Full of the spirit of God. He knew who he was and he knew his place in the kingdom of God. He knew what he was called to do. His calling was to shut the mouths of these wicked people. He knew. That was his assignment from God. He knew that. He is not going to die until God fulfills everything that he has spoken about him. So there's no fear. No fear. When you obey God, there's no fear. Because obedience equals love. Perfect love casts out fear. Perfect obedience equals perfect love. And perfect love equals no fear. Only those who obey perfectly will have perfect peace. Equals no fear. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. The Spirit of God is... Like a mighty rushing wind. The Spirit of God is like a gushing waterfalls. The Spirit of God is called the sword of the Spirit. You know why it's called the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God? Because the Word and the Spirit, they are together. Without the Spirit, the Word is dry. The Spirit takes the Word and makes it effective. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, is the victor's sword. Do you have the victor's sword? When you face a situation, is the victor's sword coming out of your mouth? Do you have the victor's words in your mind? Are you a person who speak God's word? Are you a person who speak negative words or Positive words. When I say positive, I'm not talking about generic positive stuff. The truth, which is the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit, which is the victor's sword. A sword that can never be defeated by any other sword. It's the word of God. Now, I'm going to finish in a few minutes. So, the men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel and it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich with great riches, will give him his daughter and give his father's house exemption from taxes in Israel. Then David spoke to the men who stood by him saying, what shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? What is coming out of David's mouth already? The victor's sword. These 
fellows, Israeli people are speaking words of unbelief. What are they doing? They're actually taking the jab from Satan. Satan's sword is actually working. Even though it's a defeated sword, it's working because these guys did not use the victor's sword. But David comes there. He's using the victor's sword. He knows that he will overcome. He knows that he will win. So he's asking, what shall be done? Because he knows he's going to win. So what's going to be the prize? What's going to be given to the person who brings this giant down? Because he knows that he will bring him down. What was coming out of him? The victor's sword. The victor's sword needs to come out of your mouth. Words that proceed from the mouth of God should proceed out of your mouth. And it cannot come if it is not stored in this bank. It cannot come if that's what the spirit wants. Your spirit should work with your mind in order to utilize the victory that God has already given to you. We will continue with this tomorrow as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to stop here. God is asking you this question. Do you recognize the victor's sword? Do you recognize the victor's words, which is the victor's sword? Do you own it? You should own it. How much do you have? How much of the victor's words you have? Do you have enough? Do you have enough to give? Do you have enough to attack the enemy? Are you utilizing it? You know, there are some people who have very little bit of the ammunition and they will try to shoot. And once it's over, they get shot because they don't have enough. They are like the virgins who didn't bring their extra oil. Do you have enough of the word of God? That's why I said before, every part of your brain, every part of your body should have the victor's word. No autoimmune can come and attack you. No arthritis can come and attack you. No generational curse and generational disease can come and attack you if your body and every single cell contains the victor's sword. It will jab, it will stab, it will repel the lies of the enemy, the curses of the enemy. Whatever Satan says, I'm going to try to bring and put it on you. The victor's sword will come out of every single cell and it will destroy, 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 destroy. The weapons are the enemy. And his weapons are lies. Truth versus lies. Truth will always triumph. Because it's the victor's sword. Jesus is the truth. When you learn to be a doer of the word. When you learn to be someone who speaks the truth in love. When you learn to be someone who lived for the truth, then victory is guaranteed for you. Deposit his word in your mind. 
Deposit his word in your mouth. Let it flow from your mind to your, through, to your mouth, into your mouth, and through your mouth to the enemy. All the way to Goliath. What was David using? The victor's sword. It was coming from his mouth. Whether he was talking to a soldier, whether he was talking to Saul, the Israeli king, or whether he was talking to Goliath. All of the other people around him, they were all using the defeated sword because they all received that ugly sword of Satan. They all have their backs, their front stabbed, and they all come with that and they say, hey, this was going to happen to you too. What are they trying to do? They're trying to stab him too. All of a sudden, they all become an agent of Goliath, speaking for Goliath. No one is speaking for God here. Only one person. There was no one to encourage David. You don't see. Then David's mommy came and encouraged David and say, Oh, my little precious David boy, you are called to the Lord and God has anointed you for greatness and go, my son. And you don't hear any of these things. A young boy, a young shepherd boy who didn't know how to wear the earthly armor, but he knew how to wear heavenly armor. He didn't know how to hold the earthly sword. He came with a sling and some stones, five smooth stones. He had the victor's sword. You may not have everything that the people of the world may have, but you know what? You will have what heaven has. That supersedes everything that pertains to this world, just overpowers everything. Satan is afraid of such people. When you have that victor's sword, the victor's sword is in our hands. The victor's sword comes from God Almighty and he gives it and it comes from our mouth. Satan will try everything he can. He'll say, let me try, let me try, let me try. Desperately he tries. Desperately he tries. But this word carries much weight. W-E-I-G-H-T, not W-A-I-T. A lot of weightage. If you know the importance of it, and you take this seriously, you will never be conquered by the enemy. You'll never be dominated by the enemy. The word that God has given needs to be hidden here from here to there. There has to be a transfer from there to here and from here through here. The victor's sword has to come. What did he do, David? He spoke. He spoke what was inside of him. He spoke what he was convinced of. He spoke who he knew about. He spoke who he was. And he spoke through God what he was going to do. Goliath said, hey, I'm going to cut your head off and I'm going to do this and I'm going to throw your body to the birth of the air. I'm going to do all these things. And you know what David did? He brought his victor's sword out. He spoke exactly the opposite. He spoke exactly what God wanted to speak to Goliath. They defeated Satan's agent. And as Goliath was speaking and coming, what was Goliath doing? Because there's a battle. There's a battle. 
It's not somebody who is sitting behind behind a closed curtain and saying, hey, I will kill you. No, this is a real enemy. Defeated enemy. You know how he kills. I said this before. He'll say it again and again and again. As the spirit of the Lord wants me to. By his lies. By trying to see if he can put fear. There comes this young boy full of the spirit of God. With the victor's sword, he's walking triumphantly. Every step he's walking, he's walking with the power of the Holy Spirit. But you see Goliath walking forward, not keeping quiet. You know why? Because if he keeps quiet, he will lose. So what does he do? He's using his sword, which is the lies. Hey, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to do this to you. And all these things he's saying. It could have happened to David if David put his sword down and gotten the stabs from Goliath. But David didn't. David used the victor's sword knowing that this is the sword that will overcome Goliath. So Goliath didn't shut up because that's his means of overcoming because he has no real powers. His powers come from lies and it will work well in the lives of those who believe his lies because that is his sword. The victor's sword is the truth. The liar's sword is lies. So Goliath is walking towards David and he's speaking lies. What is he doing? His sword is coming out against David. And you don't see David keeping quiet. David is using the victor's sword. He speaks against Goliath. He speaks against the lies of Goliath. And he's telling what he is going to do in the name of the Lord. What is he doing? He's using the victor's sword. May God speak to your hearts at this hour. You're not called to be dominated by Satan. You're not called to be dominated by sin. You're not called to be dominated by sickness. Yes, in this world we will have tribulation. But you know what? He has overcome this world and through him we too. We'll have the victory on every level if we make the choice to use the victor's sword. Shall we pray? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Father. For the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God that you've given, O Lord, to us. What a privilege, what a privilege, what a privilege. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for giving us the victor's sword. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We shall overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Hallelujah. What we believe, we must speak. And we must believe. Hallelujah. The word has to fill every part of our body, every part of our mind. God's word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for this month of June. 
Thank you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for the great and mighty things that you have done and that you're going to do. The change that has come and the change that is going to come. Hallelujah. And our part is very crucial in this. And that's what you're speaking to us about. Hallelujah. We need to use the victor's sword. Hallelujah. In order to reclaim, repossess, and restore that which belongs to us. Hallelujah. And not let the enemy touch anything that belongs to us. Hallelujah. For we have the victor's sword. Hallelujah. And we battle, we fight from the place of victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, I praise you for this time. Our living water, we praise you. The one who refreshes our soul. The one who refreshes our bodies, we thank you, Lord. The one who refreshes our spirits, we thank you, Father. You've said that there's no defeat to those who walk in the path of the cross. There's no defeat, hallelujah, to your people. There's no defeat. Sickness cannot overpower us. Sin cannot overpower us. Poverty cannot overpower us. Defeat cannot overpower us. For we have been made more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you for this triumphant path of victory that you've called us to. Thank you, Father. Thank you for giving us your words. The victor's words. Hallelujah. That we may deposit it in our minds, in our heads. Oh, Father, let it become one with our souls. Hallelujah. Let it flow through our mouths, freely flow through our mouths. Let the victor's sword come every single time when the enemy pulls out his defeated sword. Call lies. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Father. Lord, we commit ourselves into your hands. We commit this month of June into your hands. Lord, you're going to do something great. You're going to do something awesome. You're going to do something glorious. And we thank you, Father, our all-powerful God. We thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Your word that you have settled, O Father, in the heavens, let it be settled in our bodies, in our minds, in our spirits, in our souls, Father. Oh, for we want the victor's words, hallelujah, to be everywhere in our lives, O Lord. So we give ourselves over to you this hour, and I ask you, Father, that you magnify Jesus Christ all the more. Thank you for all that you've done. And thank you for all that you're going to do. Bless your people, Father. Strengthen your people. Cause them, Lord, to flourish before you. Help them, O Jesus. And to bear much fruit. May this word work in their hearts in a deeper manner. Lord, 
that they may see abundant fruit, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Faith comes by hearing. That hearing is hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the victor's words that you've given to us, Lord. We praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Father. Let no one be defeated because of not using the victor's sword. Let no one be defeated because they put down the victor's sword. Let no one give the victory that you've given to them, O Lord, to the defeated serpent, to the defeated enemy, and to the defeated sword of the enemy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for all that you've done. I pray that this word that you've released upon your people may go into the spirits of your people. Better work in them, O Lord, all through this night and into the day. That your work may be accomplished, O Lord, in their lives. Through this word that you released upon them this night. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon us and bless us with His peace. Thank you, Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit. Rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen. Amen.